0: Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So, Diana, we were talking about um, a little bit of the things that had happened in your life that got you to thinking more about God and how... um, you know, it's leading you in a certain direction. And then you talked about your sisters and how important it is to be because they were invited to church. So you mm-hmm. tell me how that turned out and ha- then how, you know, you were led into becoming a believer. And this is how important it is, people, to ask your friends and coworkers and whoever you know to yes. come with you to church and it's not a bad thing to invite somebody to church it's a a loving thing to do because it's something that's a part of your life and you want to share that part of your life with them and maybe that should be an approach that we can use in order to um, show them the things that are going on in our life but so back up to your sister and how did your sister who was also an atheist come to know christ
1: well It's, it's probably fair with her to say that she was um, she was raised most of her life in an atheist home. I don't know um, if she was if she would have said she was an atheist or an agnostic or at anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of years before she died, I I asked her how in the world. Living in an atheist home, because it was definitely Mm -hmm. an atheist home, Um, how she had ever, ever come to be a strong Christian, which she was, and raised all of her children as strong Christians, and and it was a simple reply when she was in high school. A friend asked her to church and she liked it and the friend took her every week. Mm. That's just such a simple, simple thing. And, and yet it was not only life transformative here and now, but for eternity. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a simple invitation so then, I also asked my niece, who is the of my biological family. I have to go. Who is a Christian? Well, those are the other two besides myself now. And she was raised by my other sister, who was a really hard-nosed atheist, hard, hard-nosed atheist. And I, I could not even imagine. I mean, her. Three sons are atheists. But Nan, the girl, the oldest, is is a strong Christian and married to a Christian minister also. It's <laughs> good for ministers to yes. be Christians. <laughs> right. And she's, you know, God has a sense of humor sometimes. He does. He, he brings it back around. Yes, he does. So anyway, Nan had the same story. A friend had invited her in high school and she was a new high school. They had made a move and she had made this friend and this gal asked her to church Mm -hmm. and she went and she went back with her over and over and she became a Christian. She learned about God. She learned about Jesus and it, it fit. She just knew. Mm -hmm. And so I do, I really do encourage everyone to it takes nothing all they can say is no thank you but if they say yes what a mind blowing experience it can be and life changing mm-hmm. and just just such a simple act yeah, a simple right. thing so how did asking. you get asked <laughs> uh <laughs> that's a little more that's a little more that's a little more complicated i I made the decision in in uh, college that I was finally. I, I I used to watch. I don't know. Again, you might remember uh, William F. Buckley, Jr. He was. Uh, See, that's beyond me. <laughs> You're like
0: yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I might have heard of him, but I'm just. <laughs>
1: he was. Uh, he was a uh, uh, brilliant. Um, I have heard of him, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, never watched him. And he started uh, uh, one of the um, just got out of my mind now magazine, conservative magazine magazines mm-hmm. now. But he he was brilliant. He would he they had even talk show was one of the few, and he would always have some other brilliant uh, other side uh, of the issue that he was discussing on. So they would have good debates, and I always mm-hmm. liked that. So I would watch him, and I just admired him so much. I admired the people on, and he was really smart, and that was, of course, impressive to me. Mm-hmm. So I was stunned one year when somebody was invi- was interviewing him to find out he was a Christian, said that can't be Mm -hmm. that can't be (laughs) but he was and he was telling again his story and he said ultimately ultimately you get to the cliff Mm -hmm. and you have to make the leap of faith you can't get there bond uh, with just your brains Mm -hmm. you make a leap of faith so he said i did and i that's so yeah god's part of my life and he went So I thought, mold that over and mold that over. Well, at that time of my life, I said, well, you know what? I can't make that leap of faith. I don't believe the way it is. So I won't, and he said, yeah, and then you don't worry about it anymore. So I didn't worry about it anymore. I went on to say, yeah, okay, I'll make my own life then. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about that issue, which I had. I had thought about it, tried to, you know, raid Mm Hawkins. And so I went on doing other things and and making um, mm-hmm. some good decisions and some not so good decisions. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was very successful. I I got my doctorate, as I said, and I I was really really good at what I did, mm-hmm. and I patted myself on the back for it, and. Uh, you did all that work. Nobody
0: gave you those exactly. brains. You exactly. Nobody did. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's my own. That's my own anyway. brains. And yeah. and I that's worked
1: with, with those brains. Right. Uh and so I mean I really I, I thought I was a good person, but mm-hmm. truthfully, you know, I was really I was pretty selfish. Mm. Um and I was looking out for number one. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. So, but I was interestingly, I know looking back can, that I was still searching mm-hmm. because I would make job decisions. I was I was a dean of continuing education for the state of mm-hmm. California, for the University of California at Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a cush job. It was not hard. I had to fly a lot. Not wild about flying, but I flew, mm-hmm. and it was good perks. People looked up to you. It was wonderful. I thought this, this. Do you remember a song? Is that if that's all there is? Is this all there is? Mm-hmm. If that's all yeah, there is, yeah, that's all there is. If that's all there is, then let's keep dancing. Well, that's why I would look at it and say, "Is this it?" And so I left, and people around me was like, what What are you
0: doing that for? What? Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: I had an opportunity to work for the federal government at a nice GS level, which was unusual for women at the time. Uh, I I worked there for two years and said, this is not for me. I can't do this. And besides, it's really corrupt here. I don't want to be here. And so I left in again. What are you doing? Right. So
0: you're on that
1: search. I was still looking. And I didn't realize that's what it was. And can't
0: it, get no satisfaction. That's right. That's <laughs> where you go. That's a <laughs> that's sign. That word. is, yeah.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Although you can. Yes. So continue to hide it. Yes. So ultimately I ended up through all these leavings and so on in Iran. Mm. Uh, on a on a i was leading a group um a team from four universities who were developing a master's level program over there we worked for the Shaw. now there was time i went over there they were beginning to have all the airline hijackings and Mm -hmm. blowing up and so on so i was thinking, you know i knew nothing about that part of the world Mm -hmm. a little geography a little bit of stuff from yeah papers and these people are a little crazy but and I naively thought, well, if anybody hijacked it, I'm just an innocuous educator. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. Like that would make a difference. But it was it was transformative for me in two ways. One, I lived in, a, and it was something that I always had wanted to do. Travel was something that was big for me. I mm-hmm. wanted to try. I did. I've been to 63 countries, six mm-hmm. continents, and I got it all in. Again, looking. Okay, I want to understand I want to see I wanted and had never lived in a non-western non-christian based mm-hmm. country it was eye-opening mm. we sometimes think that the world shares our our values that they value life and so on. they don't mm-hmm. i tell you what you believe dictates how you live.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it isn't pretty. It isn't pretty. If you go to a country and live on the economy with the people and are subject to the laws that they have, you'll find it's night and day. Mm. So there I learned the value of Christian principles. Whether I believed in a God or not, I valued the Christian foundation
0: mm-hmm.
1: deeply. And the second thing that happened was I met the man who was to become my husband, and I had never, ever, ever planned on marrying again. I had married once. That was enough. Mm-hmm. He was rich, wealthy. I was a trophy wife. I said, yeah, I think he could leave me any time. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to rely on me, only me. Mm. And I met him. Now, as it turned out in the course of our time there, I did it, there was no real reason to talk about um religion because there was no churches there you could go to, even under the Shah, which was, this was all under the Shah, there were no churches. Mm. And nobody talked about religion other than Islam. So I was interested in that. So mm-hmm. I learned what people thought there and so on. But um, in one little conversation that came up, and it, I remember saying to Michael, he said, he. I asked him, do you, do you believe that? And he was talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I do. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Must have worked. He's still—I mean, I he's still here. <laughs> we were—we were still—we were—we still, were, we were already hooked at the time. Yeah, so yeah, I thought, yeah. well, okay, we'll just agree to disagree and not talk about it. Fortunately, if you know Michael, he's mm-hmm. very ultra patient,
0: mm. really yeah.
1: patient. So, and it was because of him that I ended up here. Now, right. what was the precipitating thing? Mm. It was, I, at age 40, I had never, ever, ever thought about that. I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Michael really wanted to have a child. I said, I'll give it six months. Mm-hmm. Get, get pregnant in that time. Good. Otherwise, forget it. <laughs> yeah. You're still in that control mode as yes. much as possible. Yes, yeah, still. So, so then I a month later, I was pregnant. Oh, my. Oh, my, I know,
0: I was,
1: whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I was an oh, my, and I I, I went to the doctor, and of course, it was a high risk at
0: mm-hmm. about 40
1: years old, so, I'm, okay, well, this was no problem. I was pro-choice. Mm-hmm. I said, anything wrong with this child, no problem. I'll just abort. Mm-hmm. And I said that to my doctor, and he said, well, because I've been going to him a long time. He said, well, you can do that. Yes, you can. He said, I won't be doing it, but I can certainly refer you. And I said, you wouldn't? He said, no, I don't do abortions. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. And I even saw him here a couple of our... our uh, Judgment House. Uh, yes. He yes. Was yes. There. So awesome. in any case, yeah. but I, that was when I first realized and we talked about it afterwards that he was a Christian. I mean, I had never thought of a doctor. Not not <laughs> just right. never occurred to me. Right. Uh, I mean, I was Reed, pro-choice mm-hmm. in any case. And there were fortunately no problems. But during that nine month period and I knew everything about what happens physiologically Mm -hmm. and so on, and the meiosis and mitosis, and got it, got it, got Mm -hmm. it. That's all well and good. But Mm. a live baby growing, and you see it back then. They had just come out with with the uh, sonograms. Sonograms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the first time, this baby and it was really only like three because i had to i did a the amniocentesis Mm -hmm. to see Mm -hmm. and uh, i saw that baby early on and it was like three months or so and he was sucking his thumb and i went whoa whoa Mm -hmm. So exactly. much for my belief about this. This is, I'm sorry, this is a baby. It is a baby. Mm-hmm. It is a life being inside of me. And that started mulling during that whole process. Mm-hmm. Such that when Derek was born, the I mean, it wasn't anything I thought or anything. It just came out. It's just a miracle. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they... <laughs> Right. This is a miracle. So I thought about that. You kind of have to contend with where does that miracle come from, right? I know. I know. That's right. It did. It was like, hmm. So in any case, then as Derek grew and he got to be three and said, well, Michael said, what do you think about church? And I said, I think that's probably a good idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's do a church. At the very least, I wanted him to, I wanted him to have the foundations of Christianity. Uh-huh. If he became a Christian, that might not be a bad idea. And maybe in going to church, maybe. I might learn something. Uh-huh. So let me tell you another thing about your point. Am I, is it time?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll make <laughs> up right here. This will be the fourth. <laughs> we'll go right into the fourth one and finish up <clears throat> in that one. And so I know that you're enjoying the story. I'm enjoying the story. There's a lot to learn here. Oh boy, and so I'm stay afraid. tuned. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in his sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How does how can my identity be in Christ? And you've never received him. I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ, please visit thebestnews.org.